the Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and Back into the Hands of the Invisible Church Welcome to Streetwise Theology. My name is Luke Saint. Today we're going to be taking a look at uh, the topic of new crimes or specifically the fantasy and folly of uh, new crimes. Let me start this off by saying that the ignorance on the law of God by the Christians, even the most formally trained, is profound. From seminary grads to seasoned pastors to celebrity bloggers, the collective knowledge on the lawful use of God's law is so ubiquitously scarce that I'm surprised the Babylon Bee hasn't written a piece on it yet. Probably because they're ignorant on it too, actually. The institutional church, arm-in-arm with Hollywood, is under the delusion that the lawful use of God's law applied in society looks something like a Monty Python-style witch hunt. Ask any Christian, and they will tell you that homosexuality, according to the Old Testament civil law, simply as a status, is worthy of death by stoning, sans trial, evidence, or witnesses. They think that if someone even hinted at being a sodomite, the lawful use of God's law allows instant capital punishment right then and there, leaving the observer with a 1984 thought crime's taste in their mouth. This, of course, is foolishness and idiocy of a prodigious nature. A homosexual under God's law, as applied in the civil government, enjoys more freedom than any other political or judicial system ever invented by man. More on that later. Speaking of systems invented by man, I once heard a lawyer say, when addressing an audience on why one should never verbally engage an on-duty police officer, that his listeners were probably breaking a law even as he spoke. This real possibility, he warned, could be used against them in a court of law. All it took was for some hotshot attorney to figure it out, and then bam, suddenly, there's another notch on his belt and an orange jumpsuit for you. One has to wonder, if we were breaking laws that we don't know exist, then why do they exist in the first place? Let me read some laws for you that still exist today in my home state of Pennsylvania. Many of them, oddly, have to do with fishing. It is illegal to sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors. You may not catch a fish with your hands. Any motorist driving along a country road at night must stop every mile and send up a rocket signal, wait 10 minutes for the road to be cleared of livestock, and continue. You may not catch a fish by any body part except the mouth. A special cleaning ordinance bans housewives from hiding dirt and dust under a rug in a dwelling. Dynamite is not to be used to catch fish. You may not sing in the bathtub. Guilty of that one. Though you do not need a fishing license to fish on your own land, a hunting license is required to hunt on your own land. No singing in the bathtub. Silly, right? Not so silly when they were created, though. Like I said, I have been guilty of breaking many of these on numerous occasions, and I didn't even know it. These are all the result of man taking justice into his own hands, trying to add to God's law, saying to God, You know what, Lord? I see your 613 laws, and I'm going to raise you 20,000 idiotic laws. I'm here to tell you, friends, that any law that is not biblical is tyrannical. Man has no more right to add to God's list of what is criminal than a church does to add to God's list of what is sinful. When God gave his law in Deuteronomy, he closed the canon on justice. Proverbs 28.5 says, Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand it completely. Keyword there is completely. The righteous man has access to fully understand what justice is and how to apply it because of God's law. There is no new revelation on justice. There are no new crimes. 
All civil magistrates, both great and small, who think that they can shed light on justice by instituting new laws or rules instantly become a law unto themselves. How can the righteous understand justice completely if there is more to understand than what has been revealed? Psalm 94.20 says, Can wicked rulers be allied with you, those who frame injustice by statute? What is an unjust statute? How can we know what that is apart from Deuteronomy? I'll give you an unjust statute right now, the seatbelt law. I understand why we have the seatbelt law. I understand that it is uh, meant, at least taken at face value, to enforce safety. I know that a lot of people are alive because of their seatbelts, and that even more people are glad that we have a seatbelt law. But the seatbelt law is a wicked and unjust law. Why? Because any law that does not reflect God's law is tyrannical in nature. Its practicality and convenience are relevant, because practicality, practicality and convenience do not constitute justice. Oh, but it saves lives, you say. Justice is not predicated on safety either. If that were true, then one can always be safer. And now the definition of your safety is defined by bureaucrats. Those who trade justice for safety will lose both and gain neither, says an internet meme that ranges from Ben Franklin to Harvey the Rabbit, frankly. To say it better, whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. Most new laws are introduced with the alleged intention to increase the welfare or safety of the populace, but God has spoken in his word that the mercy of the wicked is cruel. The point is this, a new crime is a new injustice. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. This verse in Proverbs 14.12 does not magically disappear for the civil magistrate. Examples of illegitimate crimes include the breach of the following, compulsory taxation, speed limit laws, trade tariffs, any form of government regulation, building codes and permits, etc. While this applies to new crimes, it also applies to new punishments. The magistrate who recommends prison for theft is unjust since God has declared restitution. The magistrate who recommends death by hanging instead of stoning is unjust since God has declared stoning. The magistrate who invents a new crime such as a seatbelt law and further invents a new punishment such as a fine is unjust because God has not declared being unsafe to be unjust. There are no new crimes or punishments. For my dispensational friends who need a reference to the New Testament to nat- magically justify Old Testament civil code, read 1 Timothy 8-11. through Now we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully, understanding this, that the law is not laid down for the just, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly and sinners, for the unholy and profane, for those who strike their fathers and mothers, for murderers, the sexually immoral, men who practice homosexuality, enslavers, liars, perjurers, and whatever else is contrary to sound doctrine in accordance with the gospel (gasps) gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. Notice most of the sins in that list are crimes. The majority are not only immoral, but also illegal. Paul brings the lawful use of God's law into the so-called church age. These sins are to be punished judicially. The law is good only if used lawfully. As stated before, if there is a capital offense and a judge who encounters a murder pronounces imprisonment instead of death, then he is not using the law of God lawfully, which condemns murder and has a just sentence to rectify it. Every judicial authority must not look around at his present circumstance to decide what is just. Instead, he must look back at what God has deemed just and unjust. Every crime that comes after that is a fantasy in its invention and a folly in its application. Isaiah 33.22 says, For the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our king. He will save us. Isaiah equates lawgiver to judge and king. 
The Lord has not stopped being our judge. He has not stopped being our king. He has not stopped being our lawgiver. Chew on that while I go take a shower. Just don't tell anyone I'm singing when I do it. Be strong and courageous, my friends. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org. Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His kingdom.